TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's Metal Shop here on 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Right now, I have a band called Filth is Eternal in the studio, back again to promote the new record. It's called Find Out. It's coming out September 29th on Monarch. Congratulations, y'all. Thank oh, you. Well, thank yes. you so much. You're very welcome. <laughs> you guys have a show coming up on September 22nd at the substation alongside King Parrot, an Australian band spirit in the room and nurser uh so i'm assuming you're going to be playing some new stuff uh let's go around the room tell me and reintroduce yourself and uh what you do in filth is eternal um yeah i'll kick it off i'm lise d'angelo um and i do vocals and just make a scene that's true uh i'm brian mcclellan i play guitar and uh you know screen print and stuff (laughs) screen print well, I only do one thing. I'm Mike Sparks, and I play bass. <laughs> I do it really well, though. <laughs> All right. Very Sounds professional. Good. Are we missing any members? Uh, yeah. Uh, tonight, uh, one, our drummer couldn't make it, and then we have a second guitar player who is currently his way. He's relocating. Sounds good. Yes. Right on. Well, uh, the, so the record has been a long time coming. Let's talk a little bit about out and, and how you've worked on it. Where did you guys go to record it? All that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We started. Uh, we started the writing process a few years ago. Uh, over definitely over 2020. Yep. Um, we had a lot of time to put the riffs together, and it worked out. We just put a lot of time and and uh, f- feeling and thought into just trying to put these songs together. It was, it was a good time. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of over the course of what 20 to 2022. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, two years. Took a little bit to write that batch of material, but it was a good time. Work. Also, I mean, for 2020, I mean, everybody was just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just, that's what you did. I think, uh, we, did I think we all blacked out during Yeah, that. right. Yeah. Our watch, that was that King. Uh, what was that show? Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah. Everyone Seems so long Earth. ago, right? Yeah. It does. It feels so long ago now. I was definitely healthier then. <laughs> <laughs> so, where'd you guys go to record the album? Uh, for th- for this studio process, we normally record in- here in Seattle uh, at this studio that we love in Fremont. But we went to L.A. and we wanted to spend some time like 
just focusing on getting the tracks down, we went and recorded. We started the recording at uh, Studio 606. Yeah, for That's drums. The Dave Grohl's. Yeah. yeah. That's studio Did you guys get to use any of that old vintage equipment? Or well, We call oh, them yeah. David Grohl, uh, which I, yeah. I think okay, is important. Okay. Coolest friend. He, <laughs> he loves he, that. He deserves uh, <laughs> full respect. That's right. <laughs> we, yeah, we did. We did, actually. It was, it was super fun being at that studio. We got to use some drum kits that were on. Foo Fighters records. Wow. Some, yeah. Uh, acrylic Ludwig drums that we just love. You, there was so much vibe in that studio, and it was just really nice to be a part of that. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely like, it felt like a once in a lifetime kind of experience to be able to, to access a space like that yeah. and make a record there. Um, so, yeah, we, we got to start there, do drums. And then we moved over and did guitars at a place called uh, Dave's Room. Different Dave. Yeah. Different Dave, David. Not David. Not Dave. David. I'm actually starting a side project called Different Dave. Different Dave. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we did all of our vocals there and then Lise uh, recorded, or we did all of our guitars there and then Lise recorded vocals with Paul Fig at his place. Yeah. It was super fun. Yeah. Right on. What do we know Paul Fig from? Um, so actually a friend, we uh, got introduced to him or like, what did he, what has he done? Yeah. What he worked what, on? Yeah. Go ahead. He did uh, the last Slipknot. Alice in Chains record. Okay, yeah. okay. Fog, so. he did and that's kind of what got our attention was, yeah, yeah. Alice, I love Alice in Chains. <laughs> yeah, right? He did some System of a Down, which was wow. great. He had some crazy stories. He's a great producer. Really yeah. yeah, he's a great producer. So this is a bit of a step up as far as, you know, getting all the big guns. I would say difference, just step in a different direction. Yeah. You know? And I think it worked for this body of material. We've, you know, every, I think every engineer, I mean, you know, I could go on and on with names and most people in Seattle would probably know these, these people. These are our friends that we've worked mm-hmm. with. We just kind of wanted to try something different, and um, a friend of ours uh, from um, assistant engineer, um, Phil Vera. Phil Vera is the one who introduced us. Cool. And he actually ended up, like I said, assistant engineer on the entire record uh, to Paul Fig, and you know he they were friends. And he just mentioned, hey, you should try this guy out. He's amazing. He's he's fun in the studio and yeah, quite skilled and yeah. Yeah, Phil Phil plays in that band Despise You. Yeah. Yes. Which I really love. Yes. They're so good. And we were talking about, you know, who we could work with that would get the kind of vibe on this material. It's you know, it's like hardcore, but it's also just more like just rock and roll in, in some yeah. ways. A little yeah. bit more hard rock. And metal. Yeah, Phil obviously like he got like the grind and the the more, you know, hardcore elements of what we were doing, the D B and everything. And then he he knew Paul would be able to handle the material and like treat it right as far as like aggressive music goes, yeah. how to capture it the right way. So it was a good time. So was this? Uh, did you guys? So you guys are going to be on Monarch Records, big label. Yes. Label mates with Crowbar, Black Label Society, Escuela Grind. A lot of you know, I, I get Decibel Magazine and they have ads every month with these big albums that are coming out on Monarch. Were, uh, did you guys go into this album recording it knowing you would be on Monarch, or did you like? shop it to labels and, and Monarch happened to be the one that, that uh, liked it. We we ended up making the, the batch of material and then started um, seeing, you know, who would be, you know, okay. several people that had expressed interest. And I think at the end of the day, it was just, they had such a good family vibe. Sure. And that's how they came across. It yeah. came across like instant family. And the other part that was really cool is they were just, they loved what they heard and they wanted to just amplify that. That's kind of the whole approach there is, and so, and I love their roster of yeah. the bands that they have, like totally. like the Rolo Tomasi and um, I oh I'm d- dyslexic. 
callous doubt they were callous cowboys. Yeah. cowboys. I'm, I turn that's, it around. That's a tricky one, to be fair. I actually just around. saw them with, with Rolo Tomasi and Pound. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. That was, yeah, it's so good. Such a good show. Um, but yeah, just really great, great uh, company, and that's kind of what we just sort of gravitated towards. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. We well, started. We started with the demos, and then just we were talking to our management about labels, and they just had you know everything we were looking for and it's you know the whole thing is just passing the vibe check because you you want to know that you can hang out with people sure and you know. we did recently hang out with them they're just yeah. they're so chill like yeah, people I, that you would just hang out with and they're so supportive everyone so. from monarch's been like really cool and supportive and you can tell that they genuinely like dig the music and they they get into bands because they want to support bands and it's not just you know like some some label thing well i mean like you know callous Dowboys and 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 um you know rollo tomasi are not like necessarily commercially viable music right. right you're it's not it's it's very out there strange music but exactly. it's it's all good it all like is awesome music it's just all different and it's just really cool art so yeah exactly you know, they're and not looking for singles yeah you know, so. and then that's why i felt really good when they started when i started realizing who was a part of the family as they were yeah. saying it's like oh these are all bands that just do their thing. Yeah. And then again, they just amplify that. That's awesome. And, and that's our, our art driven groups. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah, for sure. That's really, yeah. So it's kind of special. That's awesome. Yeah. So with this record, did you guys have any, have you guys wanted to like move toward? Was it, uh, you know, was there anything that um, kind of stood out you wanted to like change up as far as like the new record, go into a different direction or was it all pretty natural? Uh, a lot of it was just kind of natural progression from, you know, the last record. We knew that, you know, we, we played a lot of fast stuff as Filth is Eternal and uh, our previous uh, previous groups and things like that. But we knew that we wanted to do a little bit more like mid-tempo, a little bit yeah. more like songwriting. You know, it doesn't have to just be all fast all the time. Or, you can make a hook. Oh, yeah, I guess so, right? <laughs> just just one, though. Just one. Yeah. Only allowed one hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, it was a good progression from like more of what we we wanted to do, like more of our strengths. We wanted to yeah. try and bring out the strong points, but then also try a couple new things. And then I definitely wanted to do more, I guess, get more melodic. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of dabbled with that in prior groups yeah. um, of which we've all participated in. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to kind of go there again. Yeah. And I found that um, just it allowed me. Uh, a lot more movement and a lot, I don't know, it was just a broader canvas. Yeah. And that really excited me. So I, I also think that like it's it's an homage to like a Seattle lineage. Totally. But also not like super uh, conscious of an homage. Like it's like, hey, like we've lived, lived up here for a long time. Let's draw from our uh, experiences and kind of have our own take on it like via hardcore. Yeah. Like uh, – like uh, bands like Victims Family, for instance, sure. I think are like a really good reference point for that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're we gonna say the G word, grunge. Well, yeah. <laughs> does, people, does grunge start with G? <laughs> people always do. I not know how to spell that. grunge. Well, it's a, yeah. We we kind of knew that we were just gonna put this out, and then we. It's been interesting watching people's uh, interpretation. Yeah. And, more often than not, <laughs> they are saying grunge yeah. when they're listening to the record. So <laughs> we're kind of just, yeah, it's just whatever people feel and whatever they're thinking, however they're describing or sure. interpreting it. We're, I, I don't, I love it. <laughs> Does, do, have you ever read a review and just cringed? Like, oh. Um, 
You know, I'd, I'd say. <laughs> have, that... Wait, have you not? Uh, I mean, I probably have. Yeah, I've probably written one that I've reading yeah. back at it. Like, oh, did I, I say feel, that? I feel pretty fortunate that, like, I don't know. I've, I feel like a lot of the coverage has been like positive and pretty insightful, and that's been that's been cool. You know, like everything so far feels spot on. Yeah, and, and as far as what I would have anticipated or imagined, um, and I mean, th- th- I'm just interested when the whole batch yeah. gets. Yeah out there <laughs> why have you seen some funny reviews no, no yeah. not for i'm just seeing like <laughs> what do you know wait till you get anthony fantano to do oh, anthony yeah. fantano doing the filth is eternal oh, you know we're not, i don't drop. think we're on his radar but he just did the uh, pain of truth record so oh, you never it. know sometimes things fall in on his radar yeah um you know and we it's interesting about fantano is i before i've, I've just been watching him since i felt like i was a kid you yeah. know since he first yeah, started totally. i've always been a huge fan of his just because i love how much thought and and love and passion he puts into his, you know, sure. into his work. And, you know, of course, it'd be great, like, if someone was to hear you. But, you know, at the same time, you know, that could go either way. Sure. <laughs> like, I so, wish you would review do, the record. Do you, like, do you hear us? And you're like, <laughs> no. do you hear us, Anthony? How are you doing out there? Yeah, Fantana. <laughs> Fantana. But, yeah, I do, I do enjoy his interpretation. We... I'm just as far as the whole body material. That's when I'm going to get excited. Yeah, because there's a lot of little, there's other songs in there. I'm I can't wait to see how people digest them. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys have any uh, idea of like some of the cool colors that you guys are going to get on vinyl? Uh, oh, you would yeah. probably know that. Yeah, actually, I I worked with um, the label and a couple really incredible artists and designers. Um, we worked with. Uh, Ellie from Membrane up in yeah. uh, Membrane. Bellingham. Yeah, from Bellingham. <laughs> Shout out Membrane. That's yeah. right. I love them so Ellie, much. Ellie did a fantastic series of uh, Polaroids that we got to work with for some of the album art. And uh, Piper Ferrari is a, is a designer that we work with on some photography yeah. from Becky DeGilio. Uh, shot the cover art. And we got to put all that together and build the album art. And then I got to coordinate all of the vinyl colors with all of the artwork. So, okay. It was such a fun process. Like we did really collaborative this time. Yeah, a nice. lot of people were yeah. yeah part of it, so that was really cool. Yeah, we did some really nice. Like uh, there's like some green and and uh, clear like pink swirl. Some just some fun variants. Like we did all of the deluxe ones. Nice. There's exclusive color packages for Europe and exclusive okay. ones. In the I think so. the coolest thing is you have the. Um, there's ten different variants, so well, there's the going to be different test presses too. Yes. This that's that's what I'm excited about when we can get those together because you have special. Artwork for that, and you're are we going to do that at the King Parrot show? Maybe. Oh, there we go. So oh yeah, yeah. Bring okay. him to King Parrot. Isn't that nice. a nice plug? That's yeah. great. <laughs> King well, Parrot again. Here we go. And some of them have Brian's actual blood on them, <laughs> not not in the record, but uh, on just on it. the just jacket. On it. I'm clumsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so my question item. is: Is it will it be available on compact disc? Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, yes it will be, I dude. I think. I think you and I are the last ones with yeah. compact discs. No, 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 no. It's back. The uh, yeah. Compact discs. It's retro it's again. True. It's yeah. making a comeback. Yeah. Jeez, with Lord. whatever. Yeah. Alpha. Yeah. Or like, wow. Gen Alpha. <laughs> exactly. That's okay. Funny. So you guys got to play with Botch. Uh, that's something awesome. Tell me about that experience and and what your reaction was like when you were opening for Botch. I think it's pronounced. Boach. Boach? Okay. I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Yeah. I mean, sorry. I think it was what Brian Cook got a hold of you, or is that how it started? And just asked if we'd be interested. And 
Because um, I remember seeing them, you know, they announced that they had these shows, and I didn't get tickets in time. Oh. So the first thought I had was, yes, so I can see the show. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was so I was so yeah. ecstatic. And Brian got to play two shows, right? You That's got to true. play with Haunted yeah. Horses and... Yeah, Haunted That's Horses right. opened on We almost Friday. kicked them out of the band because of that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a pretty hectic weekend. Those guys live in different cities, so okay. they had to fly in, and we were trying to coordinate a last-minute practice at the t- same time that Filth was getting ready for that. And Mike joined set. us for guitar mm-hmm. for and that. Yes. Set, yeah. Mike was playing guitar, so it was, it, was a, it was a crazy week, but it was such a good time. Like I never thought... I got into that band after they had broken up, yeah. but like just recently, I was like, "Oh, I'm so excited to see them!" And it was the classic. Someone's like, "Oh, dude, they're already yeah, they're yeah, long you missed, gone, you missed bro. It. Yeah, and it'll never happen again. Yeah, and then so it's like, just, wait, they're back. There were some songs I just never thought I was gonna get to see live, but they yeah. were so good. Absolutely, it was like uh, watching an experience yeah. in real time, and they I, sounded I, I, perfect. They, yeah, they, yeah perfect. I mean, it, it was absolutely unbelievable. I, I know, I know that like you know, hardcore has been a part of my lineage for a long time, but. Botch was always kind of like the the ineffable thing. Yeah, you know they were always like far removed, and yeah, watching them was like literally like some Matrix <clears throat> stuff. Uh, <laughs> sorry, trying not to say the other word. Um, believable, like yeah. everything that you could imagine, like folklore comes true. Totally, and it was so beautiful too. Like them getting their family up there, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, cool. it was just how could this night all the old men stage diving it was great yeah, yeah. it was just really 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 cool to be a part of yeah just really grateful for that and thanks Brian Cook for calling us and the whole band for, <laughs> yes. for having us uh, so again they're going to be playing the 22nd at the substation with Spirit in the Room Nurser and a band from Australia called King Parrot the band you're listening to is Filth is Eternal their new album Find Out is coming out the 29th you can pre-order it now and we're going to go into one of the songs so uh, let's go into Pressure Me so anyone want to you know introduce this or you know go for it this is Filth is Eternal alright let's let it speak for itself it's Pressure Me here on Metal Shop sheets you've ever felt. 
Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pressure Me by Filth is Eternal here on Metal Shop. Their new album, Find Out, is available on the 29th. You can pre-order it now. If you want to hear these songs live, you can go see them at the substation over in Fremont, Ballard area, Freelard, uh, with Nurser King Parrot and Spirit in the Room. So... Brian. Yes. Pokey chip. <laughs> oh, Pocky chip? Pocky chip. Yes. This is a note on my sheet that uh, Elise <laughs> said, you got to ask. Tell me the story about the Pocky Look, chip. Look, his face is already turning red. I Just mean, thinking about it, you're like triggered. Uh, well, I, I guess if the radio wants to hear about embarrassing stories, yeah, sure. Always. <laughs> Let's go. The radio does. Oh, I, you know, like our label people from Monarch, they, they run a hot sauce festival. Okay. And so we did that recently. We went to go hang out with them at a hot sauce um, uh, eating contest, expo, whatever. Wow. But... One of the things that uh, Lisa always loves to tell people is the time that I ate the pack one chip challenge. Because he's from New Mexico. Like, he's yeah. been eating, ch- like, he can he can take heat. Yeah. But he, I've never seen a, a food item shut a man down. Than yeah. The, yeah. So this was incredible. I mean, it's just, uh, it's like near chemical warfare. I don't know. Have you tried <laughs> no. Yeah. The, I, I guess there's maybe a couple tiers, and I accidentally went straight to the top. I think that where was this available at? I think the Pocky One Chip Challenge is available literally at any uh, retail store. Thank you so much. (laughs) Wow. Um, I got it at one of the gas stations on Aurora thinking this was just, this will just be fine. Yeah. This will be fine. That was the worst mistake I ever made. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It took you out for days or something. It's got like uh, something like, uh, like 900 Scovilles. A lot of capsaicin. I mean, the it's really, Scoville, it's really, it's really rotten stuff. I believe buddy. the Scoville rating is some sort of exponential. So I don't know, but <clears throat> okay. it was definitely. Yeah, no. I don't know why we're fighting about over this. Over the line. Yeah. Have you tried this, Sparks? You got to do this. No, I would never. Days. No, I would never. I, yeah, uh, the chili changed his color. Like your color wow. changed everything. Yeah, so you should definitely try it. Kevin. What? We should, uh, we should make a music video where you eat that I'm, again. Oh you're my gosh, not that's down. A great idea. Who, who's not that music down. video for? <laughs> yeah. Well, not yeah. Okay, so speaking of music videos, you guys have a couple videos out. So tell yeah. me about the direction. They're very artistic and very you could you know, do a, a hardcore music video where bands playing in the garage and you know what I mean? It's pretty basic. You could really, you know, simple hardcore video, but you guys went all out there and did some cool animation, yeah. did some cool stuff. So tell me about Tell we've, me about it. Yeah, we've always kept it pretty minimal in the past for videos. We've always kind of had it sort of a, 
um, a theme that we've sure. used. We've got a projector. You know, we're out kind of in a space, usually running it out of Black Lodge. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, but this time we were just like, yeah, let's just try something different. Yeah. And um, we were uh, uh, informed of a, a really great a director that we could work with. Um, and we just said, let's let's try to do something maybe with color. Um, they had really great editing skills um, and green screen. Green screen. That's hard yeah. to say that skills and i was like well let's do one for sure with green screen yeah and then the other one we just sort of conceptualized and thought we would you know get a bunch of neon lights and just create a vibe and an energy to kind of match the spirit of the music i don't know and the third one what was her name though marcy yeah marcy stone francois yes marcy stone francois yeah marcy shot uh, videos for crawl space and for pressure me um then we have another video coming out for uh a song called Cherish as well, but she did the first two out of uh, Victory Studios. Awesome. We, we rented the over in Interbay. Yeah. 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 Great spot. You live right over yeah. there still. Yeah. Um, you still over there? No, I'm over in Greenwood, but oh, I know cool. what you're talking about. It's Where are you right now, actually? Greenwood. Bottom of <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You need my address? I'm trying to be weird. Yeah, if you don't mind, your personal address. We had a uh, security number. We had a great time <laughs> with Marcy, and then, um, yeah, I mean, she was like, one of the best projects. Oh, yeah, we cannot. I mean, if you're looking for anyone, this this she is so professional and her editing skills, like she and the way, how fast she's around. Yeah. yeah. So I would just say check out the videos if you love them and you are work, interested in working with someone. You should yeah. get a hold of this yeah. individual. She's for the sure. best. So yeah. when you're there and Marcy's, you know, kind of doing her thing, and you're you're uh, just follow me on where I'm going with this. Okay. So Marcy's doing her thing. You're you're <laughs> you're she's do has our artistic vision. Yeah. Would you call it Marcy's Playground? <clears throat> oh, my God. <laughs> that, 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 right I, you know, that's interesting. Who is the DJ right now? <laughs> that, that, that's curious. I, I, I don't think that any of us care for, care for that joke. So. I, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm into it. So, okay. she, she, <laughs> so the answer is yes. Um, but, yeah, she is just fantastic and honestly. But I will say this. I don't care who you are. I I don't, I would say most people would agree with me on this. Doing music videos is awkward. Yeah. Like it's just it feels weird. I mean, no matter what you're doing, no matter what the vision yeah. is or how well you've rehearsed the idea in yeah. your head, you get a camera in your face and you're pretend, you know, pretending to go over the song for the 400th time. Like it's really hard to yeah. sort of like commit and make it look so I don't know why I wanted to bring that up. God, but, that's so weird. Hey. It's a hundred percent natural for me. <laughs> Just really easy. If you didn't know, Michael's a very professional bass player. Totally. Yes, absolutely. So Again, yeah, I'm going to take over the show after it's over. Well, you guys I, are going to get I'm placed together, okay. obviously. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't see you, but... Hello. Ah, <laughs> the eye contact. Yep. Uh, awesome. Okay, so let's, let's talk a little bit about, you know, you're, you as a child... Okay, let's go back to some <laughs> traumatizing wow. memories. You know, I'm just kidding. I, 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 I think right you just actually dropped an f bomb there. Yeah, yeah interesting. Uh, let's go back in. And what got you into underground or you know alternative music as a kid? You know, we've probably covered this, but let's let's reiterate. What Are you got looking you? at Brian right now? Yeah, just, let's start with yeah, you, Lise. Okay. <laughs> I, mine was no doubt Tragic Kingdom. That's what got oh me my into God. music. Welcome to the Tragic Kingdom. Good song, Kingdom. yeah. Wow. That whole album. The popcorn. Got, yeah. So good. So good. Uh, that was actually Brian. I mean, are we are we talking about like, what it got us into music in general? Like as a kid, like trauma after post trauma. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, I mean, what got, what what started your journey like onto being a fan of music <laughs> and then being playing music? You know, uh, for me, it was. Um, 
my parents were in this very underground like DIY band together. Really? My whole life almost. And they maybe towards like later high school years. Were your parents in Dead Moon? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, yeah. And so I just being raised with music and then my dad, you know, he, he was just so devout to it. He had, I, I, he had a music room and, and every genre was in there. So at a very young age, just that's what I did. I would like, I didn't have friends. <laughs> I listened to music. I just yeah. listened to music for hours. I'd come home and just listen to music, all different types, um, different formats. And, you know, that was my life. And my I just feel like through osmosis and proximity, I wow. just fell in love with it. But yeah. What was your, what were your parents kind of band? What 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 kind of band? What kind of it music was, was it? It was sort of like pro- progressive ish, but also like uh, the roots were kind of folk, folk cool. prog okay. kind of vibes. Yeah, Hip- with a little dash of hippie prog. Not well. He, Brian's saying yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're great. I should probably just say yes. Yes, well, a little bit of hippie. And Vinny. Yeah. Can I look it up? Peace, love. Um, there, there's nothing that you would find because it, it never left the underground. Okay. They still jam together, but it's they really still cool. play together yeah. to this day. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It's really. It, it's it really is cute. weird that all their songs are about you, which is like <laughs> kind of you like never it's like that. your Donnie Darko moment. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. that's creepy. Okay, you. they still jam together. It's really cute. It is really <laughs> yeah. cute. Were your parents in a band? Mine? No, I'm the only person that does anything with music in my family. It's really, really hilarious. Okay. Yeah. No, I uh, I got started when I was 13. There was a teen center in my little town in Roswell, New Mexico, uh-huh. called the Unity Center. And one time we were all on tour together and drove by there. Um, it, was it was super rad, by the way. That's yeah, right. <laughs> it was an abandoned airport uh, that a bunch of adults Whoa. got together and they petitioned the city to start a teen center. And then they built a vocational lab out of the back so you could learn, like, woodworking. They built a little com- computer lab. They eventually built a skate park. That's like your Roswell Vera. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really cool, like, man. That's, I got started in that, and then they I'll never forget us, that, by the way. They taught Aww. us how to book shows, so I started booking shows at 13. Just these, you know, terrible local bands. All yeah. my friends, like, dumb little middle school bands. But having somewhere to go, uh, I found, was very important um, and it allowed us to actually uh, build music skills and learn how to do things that we that we used for bands later on. So it was a good training ground for that. Wow. What, yeah, what, about, what about you, you Mike? Um, my uh, grandparents uh, were did like uh, reduxes on Broadway. Like my grandfather did like little Abner and stuff. And that, really? And that, wow. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Uh, totally. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess it just became interesting for me at a really young age, and um, I wasn't expected to answer this question. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. So you were a show tunes kid. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, my 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 grandfather was the entertainment director for Harrah's. Um, I think on the West Coast Whoa. for many years, That's and. Cool. Uh, just seemed like a natural thing to get into. And then I, <clears throat> around uh, fourth grade, found out Kurt Cobain existed. Yeah. And that's where it kind of all started for me. Yeah. Right on. Yep. Nice. All right. So you bring up Kurt Cobain. You guys, you know, worked with the guy who recorded Alice in Chains. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about favorite Northwest bands of all time. Ooh. This radio show, Metal Shop. Uh, 
And it could be bands that are playing today, you know, anyone, anywhere from Future Tense to Nirvana. You know, what are your favorite Nirvana, uh, favorite Nirvana, favorite Northwest bands of all time? Well, I'm going to say, like, uh, just to get it over with, uh, that it's the big TAD. Yeah. Uh, I I think, I think that Tad is one of the most underrated grunge musicians of all time. Yeah. Uh, And also he's been doing such amazing experimental, like, symphonic stuff lately. And recording band. Record, yeah, yeah. Tad right. is just the king, yeah, the king of the kings, yeah, legend, yeah, an absolute legend. When I moved to Seattle, uh, my friend said, Here, this is the only thing that you need to catch up, and he gave me the homework of uh, I had to watch the DVD for Busted Circuits Ring Eardrums, yes, yes, and we watched that probably a hundred times, too many first, times, yeah, when we first moved to town. Uh, it's just the story of Tad the man and Tad the band, yeah, and his journey across you know several albums in the uh, late '80s and early '90s, taking bands out from here. Mm-hmm. He really like paved the way for a lot of the 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 bands that did come up. Um, whether or not he ended up getting a fully fair shake out of some, but he's been an inspiration for us the entire. We've been very lucky to like work with him in the past. And yeah, so, I mean, I love Tad. I love all of his work. He's a good man. Yeah. I'm going to agree with Tad and just say that ultimately, I think my draw, my my the gravity that pulled me in will always, for me, is always Nirvana. I've said that probably a million, <laughs> trillion, bazillion times. And these guys know how much I'm just like Nirvana worship over here. And then a, a, a band that's now band that I love, love, love is Denial of Life. Yes, from Tacoma. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just met the lead singer finally for the first time. Brenna. Big hugs. I just, oh my gosh, I love them so much. That's Let's get a filth so Denial good. of Life tour. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, they're so good. Would you guys <laughs> ever entertain the idea of doing an album with Steve Albini? Boom. Yeah. What a weird question. Good question. I like that. Oh, my instant answer? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I actually don't know how to answer that question. I, uh, I, I a while back. He was not pleased. <laughs> I, I, I would say that. I would say the was, he, was it was shellac playing? Yeah, I would I'm say like, the, the idea of making uh, a record with Albini is always interesting because it's more like a document, right? Yeah. Um, is that necessarily what we want to do as a band? I mean, I, that should be our consideration, right? Yeah. Make our document number eight with Albini. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, no, but I remember really uh, a, a band I really like uh, is called. Uh, do it. Uh, <laughs> sharks. Right. Who would you rather record with, Steve Albini or Kurt Ballou from Converting? Ooh, yeah, yeah, talk to. Talk I mean, to for this, I would love to. To record with Kurt. Yeah, Brian's been talking about that for a while. That's a really great question. Yeah, yeah. I would love to work with him. I love the way that he mixes. And, you know, other and... people have been working with him, right? Like Squala Grind and yep. others, like, yep. who happen also yeah. be on Monarch. Like, Gate that... Creeper just finished their... Oh, did they? Their, yeah, just this past week. Oh, I didn't know their... that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I love his work. We would love to. Some, would of, some of my favorite records that he did are, like, some of the Trap Them releases. Yeah. Oh, I just love that. It's like, for me, that's like my biggest thing. Is I just love just disgusting, dripping guitar tone. Yeah. Just nasty. I just love front people who are like busting out their own teeth. Yes. <laughs> mm. Ryan was. I will never forget. And he like yeah. broke all of his bones on tour. Yeah. And then I'm, he I'm pretty to, like, sure he broke all of his bones on tour. That's yeah. horrendous. We, I'm, I think that we saw them at. 
Highline, and I'm pretty sure I watched him knock out three of his own teeth. No, yeah. that really happened. Yeah. I think you were like, at that show, too. Yeah. That's weird work. You know what's funny is yeah. I would go over to my friend John's house, and he we would just watch wrestling. Like, yeah. he was just a normal guy who was obsessed with wrestling. Yeah. So, it's like, aren't you the maniac who used to, like, smash his teeth out? He's like, yeah. you know, yeah, not I'm just going to have to go have a like, cig and... Watch them wrestling. <laughs> what do you think about that gag show recently? I felt the same way about that. I crazy. loved, I loved it. And I don't know. Portrayal I'm, I'm just saying. I'm. Yeah. Just, I, well, yeah, but no. Portrayal of guilt is like a career ban. Like that yeah. dude from Gag. I'm pretty His sure he's stage presence. Right, I, he's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I, you've seen them live. Right? Oh yeah. I mean, they blew me away. Like uh, it had been a long time since we had played with them at Linda's Fest. Yeah. And it had been since then that we had seen them. And I don't know, that night I, somebody, I think, pulled me away while they were performing. And, and I saw him when we just played with Portrayal of Guilt yeah. recently. And it just, my mind exploded. Yeah. What <laughs> stage great. presence. It was like, so I, I hadn't seen anything since Circle Jerks, dude. That was, was crazy weird. So good. I saw them at Rainfest, and he came out with a baby face, like a baby mask on, and completely naked. And he <laughs> and he got tackled by security. Because <laughs> he wasn't, because it's... Yeah. Just venue, you can't be naked here. And he was like, oh, "Well, I, I disagree." Yeah, he so was just much. completely naked I with a creepy him. baby face on. <laughs> and they're going to be playing again uh, the twenty second at the substation with Spirit in the Room, Nurser, Filth is Eternal, King Pear from Australia. They're going to be playing these songs and more. Uh, the album's coming out the 29th and it's called "Find Out." So you can find out. About your new favorite band, I Filth is Eternal. I see what you're doing there. Yes. That's, that's cool. Any like shout outs or thank yous you want to send out before we jump into the last song here? Um, just want to say thanks a lot to Seabass uh, for helping us uh, shoot a video this week, uh, work out our last video. Um, and then thank you to everyone at Monarch. Thank you to our manager, Mike Messina. Um, thank you to our friends. You know, it's been awesome. Shredding with a gag. We played with Portrayal of Guilt this week. Mm -hmm. uh, incredible. Amazing. We played with the City of Caterpillar. Amazing. Nice. We're, we're feeling very lucky, very fortunate to have those opportunities. Been great bands, awesome venues, you know. And time. I just want to say thank you to seriously every single person who's touched this record. You know, every person who's part, play, been a player, every person who helped yeah. us produce, engineer, every person who's just been pushing. And above all, I just want to say thanks to Mike Messina. You know why? Thank you for having our backs and <laughs> help keeping us together and sane and pushing us forward every step of the way. And and um, I just want to say thank you to you. You've supported Aww, us yeah. over all these years and every project we've ever been in. You're such a part of this community. We and we love you. Thank yeah. you. Thank I you also think that you. uh, your handsomeness is really underrated. Well, I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank yeah. you very much. I, I'd also like to give you uh, a brief shout out to Robert Cheek. Yes. Uh, yeah, Robert. just a uh, friend. Uh, friend of the family for a long time. And Robert Cheek has also helped us with tons and tons of records and awesome. uh, for yeah. many projects, including this one. So great engineer, great producer, great everything, stand-up dude. We, we just recorded a secret cover with him. Oh, we did. Yes. Top secret. I'll send it for no, anyone else. Really great bass playing on that track. Very just professional. By the way. I don't know if I've mentioned it. I yeah. believe the bass playing is very professional. On, on nice. the secret track. Yes. <laughs> but th again, thank you so much for having us, Ken. You're welcome. Our we treat. You. I'm going to go into Crawl Space. Now, here's the thing. Brian, I'm going to call you out, okay? So, mm -hmm. so you're going to be the cheesy radio morning DJ now. So I want you to do the oh, boisterous. Yes. You're yes, listening to KISW. <laughs> oh, here's Crawl Space, all right? So yeah. one, two, three. You're listening to KISW. This is Filth is Eternal with Crawl Space. <laughs> Oh, the Rock. <laughs> the Rock! Metal Shop. Metal Shop.
Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 